Hello, welcome to How to Write a Novel. I'm hiking up the hill in the frozen middle of night. So if you noticed the title of this episode, it's No When to Quit. So right away, I just want to say, don't worry. This is not about quitting the novel or quitting writing. This is like one of those uh, alarmist YouTube fucking things, you know, where they like have a solemn face in the thumbnail and they're like, I have something I need to tell you. And then it's fucking not about anything. This is kind of that. This is just, you know, fucking alarmist title with uh, nothing terrible inside. In fact, just the opposite. I feel much, much better. I wouldn't be bellowing into the night as recently as an hour ago because I was just getting worn the fuck down. This will be... I mean, I've been writing at a snail's pace, but how is that any different? (laughs) You know, that's always how it's been. And as I've described many times, there's a lot of good things about that, about the way that I write. I wanna, you know, every day it's like I'm untangling a knot and it takes a long time to do. And I wanna make sure I untangle it every day and not skid on past. So slow doesn't really bother me. But for the past two days, I haven't written at all. And today's day three. And as I was hiking home through this horrifying cold, you know, I was describing how I'm really trying. I'm really trying to battle this coldness. But because of COVID stuff, the coffee shops took all their seating out again, like I said. So I got a little, a little chair and I would go sit in the woods in the cold. But it's just too fucking cold. I can't do that anymore. It's so fucking cold and there's nowhere to go and my only option is to write at home and I just can't, I just can't do it. Not in any kind of a consistent way. Like now, it's not that late, it's like 7.30 at night. It's pitch black, but I mean, it's winter time. It's like I could just go home and do some writing. It's not that late, the day's not over. But I just hate the thought. I hate the idea. I wanna go home turn on my laptop and edit something or fucking watch YouTube videos. I just hate writing at home. I've always hated it. I will always hate it, but it's my only option. And I've really just been feeling lately like, I mean, I only have like two chapters left of this book, but it's going at a snail's pace, you know? If I finish before the end of summer, I'll be shocked. But again, I don't really mind. I don't mind going slow as long as I'm going. But this feeling of two days deep and being on day three and just knowing in my heart that I'm not going to do it. I'm going to get home and I'm not going to do writing. I don't want to. (laughs) I hate this situation. It's ridiculous. This worldwide pandemic nonsense trapping me where there's nothing I can do but write at home and that's not ever what I signed up for and it makes me feel like I have like motion sickness. I feel trapped. I feel bad about it. I don't like it. But I have to, right? I have to write every day. I have to keep this chain going because this is what fucked me up all the other times. All the other times in the previous couple of decades, the reason I never finished anything is because I hit a point like this 
and I just start working on something else and I never finish anything. And it's like, that's the whole point this time is I can't do that. I gotta stay focused. I gotta keep fucking trudging. But it really does feel like a trudge. It feels like I'm dragging my bullet-riddled body across the finish line to the point that I'm not even excited about it. I'm like, yeah, like I'm imagining how close I am to the end and it's like, I don't even care. I just am like, fuck this. I fucking am so sick of this COVID world destroying the whole fucking method that I had for writing. The whole fucking thing was just to get up, go for a long walk, stop at a coffee shop or something, do some writing. And that's literally impossible now. And I hate it. But I just now, I just now remembered that I was in kind of a situation like this before, way back in the first year of this podcast. I was still in Vancouver and I was about to go to Montreal, but it was the dead of summer. And it was a crazy summer out west that year. It was like droughts and all the grass was dead everywhere. And I would just stay up all night because it was so fucking hot out. And I just suddenly remembered like, wait a second, I've done this before. I took time off. I think it was like, it might've been as much as like two weeks, eight or 10 days at least, where I just decided I was like ground down like this. And I knew I was on my way out of BC. I had all the tickets bought and Airbnbs booked. I was on my way to Montreal and Montreal would be the fresh new start. So I just stopped for a couple of weeks and let summer be a miserable hellhole. And then I resumed when I got to Montreal. So that's why this episode is called Know When to Quit. Cause I just realized like, wait a fucking second. I think I've earned it at this point. I've been fighting through this pandemic world as have we all for so fucking long. And maybe on the global stage, things are getting better. But for me personally, and in this town, nothing has changed. All the coffee shops are closed. There's nowhere to go. And it's so fucking cold out (laughs) the way it was so hot before. I mean, that's the point of Canada. We're very high up on the globe. It is a nation of extremes. It gets so fucking hot and so fucking cold. And right now it is beyond fucking cold. But this ain't gonna last that much longer. We have really erratic weather in Atlantic Canada. And we've had plenty of spring-like days where it'll just, I fucking literally saw a mosquito the other day. It was unbelievable. We had this like hot snap, sudden one warm day all of a sudden. And I saw like a test mosquito fly by. You know, I took my little camping chair out, sat down, stomped down some snow, made a little circle, opened my chair, sat down, did writing. And he's like the little test mosquito that's like, it feels like spring, is it spring? It's like, no, it's not. And you're gonna die, my friend. Terrifying, that's how terrifying the mosquitoes are around here. But that is the harbinger of the future. Spring is almost here. So I'm just, I'm fucking quitting for at least two weeks. 
I have, it's just this dragging my limp carcass along. This is not helpful anymore. This is not valuable to anyone, least of all me. And of course the fear is if I stop, if I break the chain, what if I just stop? What if I just never continue? But again, like I suddenly remembered, like I did do this once before and it was no big problem. And I mean, I've got this whole podcast now. I have to start again. <laughs> I can't just stop. I can't just stop now. It's been 150 episodes. I have to at least get through this book. I have to fucking complete the promise made by this podcast and then presumably continue to write for the rest of my life. But even if I don't, I gotta fucking finish this book. I have to, and I will. And that's why I feel so good all of a sudden. It's like, it just didn't occur to me. You know, this has been my mantra for so long of writing every day. I just, it didn't really occur to me I could take a break, even though I've done it before, because that was quite a long time ago. But yeah, it helped a lot back then. There would have been no great value in trudging through the insane heat of that summer. And there's less than no value in trying to fight this cold. The whole world is literally against me. The entire world is fucking frozen. And this whole city, at least as far as like a public spot, like a fucking coffee shop is concerned, is shut down due to a global pandemic. And it has been years since the last time I took a break. This is, <laughs> I can't believe I didn't think of this sooner. But I mean, I was really getting to the point of just, I was feeling guilty. It's like, why can't I do it? Why can't I do my writing? But I mean, again, why did I think I'd be able to under these circumstances? Like this is, it's truly crazy, you know? I mean, COVID, I think we're on the back end of it. I guess it's just gonna become like the new flu and we'll all just get used to it. But man, no one saw this coming. No one could have predicted this shit. What the fuck? This is like the most absurdly cartoonish fucking set of circumstances imaginable which I guess I could circumvent if only I could just sit at my roll top desk with my fucking quill and do writing at home but I can't I never could I never liked it I've been beating that drum ever since the start and it ain't gonna change so it's break time know when to quit I'm quitting I'm quitting till it gets warm enough that I can just go sit outside. And then of course mosquitoes are gonna come, but I got plans for that. I'm gonna figure out how to set up a little mosquito net, I don't know, mini triage tent to protect myself. But I'm not worrying about it for now. This fucking weather is insane. Which actually doesn't, I mean the weather is not the problem. I like when it's cold out, I like snow, I like winter. But I can't sit out and write in it. It's not reasonable. Break time. So I guess I'll speak to you again <laughs> when the break's over. Actually, I got a couple episodes in the can. Just random shit that I was blabbing about. So maybe I'll put those out now. But there, I guess there's that update. Know when to quit, man. When literally everything conceivable is against you. When the entire physical reality of the world is against you. I think it's all right. It's all right to take a goddamn break. I'm obviously speaking to myself here, <laughs> but maybe this is useful to somebody. 
All right, song of the day. Uh, I mentioned back in the day, I've been working very vaguely on this Superman story. Because I've never, I never liked Superman, but I'm like, what can you do with this character? How would I make my version of Superman? And I've been picking away at it ever since. I think the episode is called The Overman, if you want to go back and hear about my Superman story. But I had uh, like a little breakthrough the other day based on music, as so often is the case, where uh, when I think of Superman, I just tend to think of Superman in his 30s. Grown-up Superman. But the problem is, my take on Superman is just if you're the only one, if you're the only superhero, if you're an alien from another planet who looks just like everybody but is basically invincible and can fly around, must be a lonely life. The idea is just him circling the Earth. Instead of being this America-based superhero, my thinking was, since he loves the sun so much, why wouldn't he follow the sun? I think he would just follow the sun around the Earth. So he would just be in eternal daytime. And he'd spend like a week flying around, doing whatever he does, helping people, doing Superman shit. And then every week or so, then he would go, go to sleep. But this Superman in his 30s, the thing I couldn't quite get past, why I never got too far in this story, is it seemed a little too disconnected, you know, of this guy who is by himself all the time, can't really relate to anyone. And he's been doing this long enough that he's just like, kind of like, over it. Just kind of blasé about life. And I'm like, I do think that might be how Superman would end up being. But is that really interesting to write about? And then I was listening to old MP3s, and it's this band called Pinback. My old roommate Mike, when I lived in New York, told me about this song. It's a pretty cool band in general, but this song in particular, it's a song called Fortress. And it's like a 10 out of 10, A+, one of my favorite songs ever. It's so fucking good. It's this really cool, chill song. And as I often do, I thought, like, what if this was a movie? And what if this was the opening song? What if this guy wakes up in his fortress of solitude out in Antarctica or whatever? And this is the song that plays as he prepares for his day and he puts on his little superhero outfit, which I like, uh, I don't know where I heard this, I guess probably from Kill Bill. But the explanation for why Superman wears such ludicrous clothing is because it's the, the clothing he was wrapped in as a baby. These are the only clothes he has from his planet. So they look weird <laughs> and he has to wear them because they're the only clothes that won't disintegrate when he's flying around. You know, they're the only clothes that are as strong as he is, that can survive his extreme lifestyle. So he's got one set of clothes, he puts them on, and he goes flying. He goes flying with the sun. And then I came up with different scenarios of things he could do as he flies around to introduce us to this Superman guy. But the tone of this song made me think of not a 33-year-old Superman who is getting tired of circling the earth. This song, it's like a very chill song, but it's also kind of upbeat. It's like uh, a little bouncier than that. And it made me think, well, maybe this guy is younger. Why don't I go with the young, cool Superman, you know? Like maybe this guy's like 18 or something, or at least looks it. He could be older. Maybe he's been around for ages and his, his uh, Ma and Pa Kent have passed away. He really is kind of by himself. But it made me feel a lot better about the vibe of this story of like, maybe he should be younger 
and he is kind of still disconnected. The story's still going to be about being the ultimate outsider, the only alien on the earth. But he doesn't have to be down about it, you know? He could still be kind of like, yeah, this is actually pretty fun. I like flying around. I like meeting random people. I like helping passers-by. I like being Superman. And I really didn't have that feeling of the, the vibe. So let's listen to Fortress by Pinback and just imagine a young, cool, handsome Superman flying around the earth following the sun and it's like, oh, there's a burning building. I'll go help some fucking firemen. And, oh, there's a guy who uh, fell down a hill in a mudslide. Now he's trapped. I'll go fly him back out. I'm going to have Superman adventures. And I had other thoughts for that story, but I could get into those later. Vibe. Vibe is so important. It goes such a long way. Especially in this story that, by definition, will have no particular plot or point. It's going to be a tone piece. It's going to be, how does it feel to be Superman? But I didn't really have a good uh, handle on what I thought it would feel like to be Superman. And now I do. This is my style of Superman. Fortress by Pinback. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time.